Today we've got an Aussie bucket list for you, Sally Lucas bringing us that. Also some retreats in Africa and we're also going to touch on the coronavirus and have a look at uh, just what difference that might be making to your travel plans. To a new RFM, your easy listening alternative and it's time to talk travel and Well, coronavirus or COVID-19 is Mm. the big news at the moment, Sally Lucas. Uh, What's the latest you've got on how it's actually affecting us? Yes, I mean, there's lots of grey areas, I suppose, Jane, in particular with insurance. So firstly, if we can just address that. So with insurance, you will need to check with your travel agent or your insurance provider just to see, because it will also depend when you take have taken it out, whether you are travelling to a country, which is obviously, if it's banned travel, that's a different set of circumstances, that's out of your choice. Um, But if you choose to cancel, then you may not be covered because this is not considered a tangible thing that you can claim on. So just be very careful and I would suggest to anyone who's got a trip booked to anywhere, if you're at all concerned, go back to your agent or your insurance provider. Now, the World Health Organisation has declared it a a public health emergency of international concern only on the 30th of January, Um, but it was obviously decided before that, that it was, you know, I think it was the 20th of January that um, the um, Chinese authorities confirmed that the uh, coronavirus was spreading person to person. Um, But what they're recommending here is, and this is, you can look this up on Smart Traveller, by the way, I mean, there's lots of great information on that website. So I'm only quoting you what is up to date that has been placed on there. But the World Health Organisation is obviously closely monitoring the situation. And if you are still travelling before you travel, talk to your doctor before travelling with children, if you're pregnant or have a weak immune system. And then you can also read their advice there about infectious diseases there's all these sorts of links if you want and medical assistance overseas check obviously with your travel agent airline cruise operator accommodation provider travel insurance as we've said to consider your options regarding any potential changes in services read the travel advice on smart travel for your destination and what they're doing or what they're wanting you to do um, whether you need to do anything at all or not um, and subscribe to your destination and you can follow it then through as well so there's, there's lots of good links here and of course while you're away to minimize your risk of exposure they're recommending that avoid you know, high risk areas such as farms live animal markets and areas where animals are slaughtered including fish and seafood um, any contact with animals alive or dead including pigs chickens ducks and wild birds surfaces with animal droppings or secretions on them so you know park benches as you know can often have mm-hmm. stuff on them i guess the main thing is too to make sure you take heaps of sanitizer with you and sanitize your hands regularly um, that's important Washing your hands with soap and water is always considered your best option. And I was always told through Hammond Care that I volunteer with, 25 times you should be rubbing your hands backwards and forwards, through your fingers, backwards, forwards. 25 times is the only way you get an absolutely clean hand. But we don't always have that time. But certainly your sanitizer, use it as often as you can. Keep your distance from sick people, especially if they have a fever, cough or difficulty breathing. Obviously, follow the advice of local authorities, etc. So lots of information. Now, you will find too, if you, if you are uh, in an affected area or transiting an area, uh, you need to, again, to contact your travel agent to find out what's going on. You will find that certain countries will have screening measures now at border crossings and transport hubs um, to make sure, like they did with SARS, you know, that if you've got a high temperature everything, you'll be definitely checked as, as you arrive in that 
country or wherever you're going to. Uh, with cruises, of course, um, the some of the cruise companies are pulling out of the Asian area, but you again, check with your travel agent. Or there is also the Cruise Line International Association, CLIA it's called, and you can check on that website as well to see what other cruise companies are doing. Coming home, if you return home and you feel unwell, obviously the main things, even if it's just a sniffle, just, just still go to your doctor and have it checked. The last thing you want to do is contact it or even pass it on to anyone else. And obviously stay away from anyone. Like if you've got someone who's been having treatment for cancer or something where their autoimmune system is going to be way down, you don't want to be going near anyone if you're feeling unwell at all uh, when you return. So just some little things that might help you anyway there. Yes, and it is making a difference if you're travelling in the near future. Part of its yes. problem, part of the problem is the, the uncertainty. Nobody it knows. Is whether it's peaked already, whether it's still got a long way, way to, to go. go. That's right. And how mm. it's going to, to go. So, yeah, get as much information as yes. you can. Yes. Well, as I said, just tr- truly, if you look at that website, as well as checking with your providers, but smarttraveller.gov.au, and there's lots of links and things on there that'll help you understand what you may need to do. We're talking travel. Sally Lucas, Australia. What a great place to visit. Oh, aren't we all thinking that at the moment? Even though we've had some bushfires and some flooding rains and some droughts. Oh, gosh, Dorothea McKellar, I wish you'd never written that poem. <laughs> we think of it every time, <laughs> don't, know, don't we? Don't um, we? Now, I'm just going to talk about some bucket list experiences that you can do in Australia. And, of course, these might not suit everyone because they're pretty well adventure-based, like jumping out of planes and swimming with sharks and Bring it but on, even so. just climbing the Sydney Harbour Bridge if you've never done it is is quite something to do and it, to do it at different times of the day is an experience in itself as well so if you haven't even done that no, that wasn't even on my list actually I've just thought of that at the last minute um, but for example you can do a tandem skydive over the Great Ocean Road so that's something really different you could do great scenery um, and if you're into your fast cars even though we don't like them going around our historic east end we don't mind them Some going do. around Race tracks, yes. You can go V8 race car driving if you like. Buckle up and you go with an experienced uh, instructor around the track. And there's tracks all over Australia in different states you can go to, whether it's Sandown, wherever, but there's that's something else you can do. You can do another interesting one, a warbird adventure flight over Hobart. But of course, you can do them out of Cessnock too, which I have done. And that is quite an experience in itself as well. It's yeah, just, oh, you, great. wow. If you, if you, as long as you've got a strong tummy, because you're doing barrel rolls and loop the loops and stalls and, you know, it's quite something. Diving with the great white sharks at Shark Bay, of course it's called Shark Bay, at Neptune Island, South Australia, or better still, diving with the whale sharks in Western Australia at Ningaloo. And again, even around here, around the Central Coast area near us, you can do a half-day supercar drive, which may be on a Ferrari or another wonderful sports vehicle. So that's something different. And the Barrier Reef, you can do a lovely scenic reef flight and then you have a couple of hours down below. Look at it from above, go down below. The pilot will then feed you up on some sparkling wine and nibbles and whatever and you've got a couple of hours to dive and snorkel. Oh, that sounds great. Which is wonderful. Or another one, how about hot air ballooning over the Yarrow Valley, including breakfast. So look, there's some lovely things you can do in our own country. And of course, there's many, 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 many more. Excellent. Now we're heading off over the other side of the Indian Ocean right now. We certainly are. Now this is a company called Sanctuary Retreats and they own a number of these retreats or if you like little safari park set-ups camped like glamping I suppose but really luxury accommodation in the African area. Now this is a new one that's opened up in... um, 
Kenya. It's in the shadow of Mount Kenya itself, and it's called Sanctuary Tambarare, and it actually means plains in Swahili. So you've got 10 luxurious guest tents, which look out um, across this wonderful plateau of an award-winning conservancy of 90,000 acres of unspoiled African landscape. And of course, you can see the big five, which is your lion, elephant, Cape buffalo, leopard, rhino, and including, wait for this, the last two northern white rhinos on earth. Oh, really? So mm. that is really something. So this is luxury, absolute luxury tenting. And you also go, of course, on your safaris there. And they've also got horses there. So you can actually go safari by horse or by vehicle, if you wish. And you can see lots of other wonderful animals there as well. So this is a national park north of Nairobi. And it's really right in the middle of sort of nowhere. So you're actually really in the bush or the African bush, if you want to call it that. So each of these luxury uh, guest tent is, is, is really large and airy. You've got a, your own private veranda overlooking the plains, floor to ceiling as well, super king beds, uh, walk-in shower, etc. all this lovely stuff. And then you've got a wonderful social area in the main tent, which is really lovely, which overlooks out over the reserve as well. And they tell you thrilling tales there, the local guides and legends that they, they share with all the camp safari guides. And, of course, you're getting beautiful food included as well. So, as I said, in addition to the Big Five and many other animals from cheetahs and jackals to hippos and hyenas, it's also home to over 130 black rhinos as well so they're a bit different as a so you've got the gray ones yes the the normal ones the normal ones yes plus two white ones and many black ones ones. so and they do night game drives as well so you fly in it's a little airstrip they take you in by air so just thought I'd mention that that would be a wonderful experience if you hadn't headed off to Africa and I must admit every time I talk about it and look again I think yes I would love to go back Um, (laughs) it's still on my bucket list to do again and do a bit more because because it is quite a wonderful part of the world to explore. We're talking travel time to take a look at the hot deals in the current travel marketplace. What's there? Well, this is interesting, Jane, because we've just been talking about East Africa, but we'll go a bit further south now into South Africa. And this has come through from a company, um, Safari Specials, just for us Australians. And it says we've been blighted by drought, scorched and flooded. And guess what? The Africans feel sorry for us. They're worried that we might not travel over the next few months. So they've sent us an olive branch. So a company called Wilderness Safaris is offering a discount of 25% per person on stays at any of their camps and lodges in Botswana, Zimbabwe and Namibia, with the only conditions being that you stay for at least six nights and you travel in the next few months. So this is really quite an unexpected gift that doesn't come around too often, I can assure you. So they ended up, I thought this was quite classic. So if you're toying with the idea of doing a ScoMo, then what better escape than a couple of weeks on safari? Besides, Hawaii is so last month. (laughs) I love it. So there you go. If you're thinking of going to South Africa, that might be something you'd like to take advantage of. Um, now, this is valid unto this. The next one is valid till March, uh, 12 March this year. It's called Baltic Europe. It's 14 nights with Princess Cruises. Return airfare to Copenhagen flying with Emirates, three nights pre-cruise in Copenhagen, and then a lovely 11-night cruise on the Sky Princess from Copenhagen return and your airfare home. So this one is travelling uh, to Berlin, up to Tallinn in Estonia, St. Petersburg, Helsinki, Stockholm and then through to Oslo and back down to Copenhagen. So quite a nice itinerary. And that's only a touch over 5000 per person lead-in price. So that's really great, quite 
great value if I can get my words out. Um, Adventure World Travel, they've got what they call Go Solo and Save. So if you're a solo traveller and you're thinking of travelling this year, um, this is their biggest solo offer ever and availability is limited. If you book by, it's not long lead in, 27 Feb, and you can save up to up to $1,900 on a selection of over 90 trips in there range of programs worldwide um, there's a worldwide sale also with uh, Hertie Gruton um, and this offer goes through till the 15th of March and there's savings on all sorts, Norway um, Alaska, Canada, Antarctica Iceland, the Northwest Passage Greenland and Svalbard and the savings will be from anything from $500 up to as much as 4000 on some of the longer sailings so that's worthwhile um, Now, uh, Inspiring Journeys that's an Australian company and what they're offering is a, uh, a your next troop they're going to give you a brand new beautiful samsonite duffel case mm-hmm. uh, and only in black they're only doing it in black that's it um, all their groups only have a maximum of 20 guests and this offer ends 31 march and they take you to different places within australia like to the center uh, the outback kakadu um, they do trips down all through down Perth, down into the Margaret River area. Um, they go up into um, Ayers Rock, then across to Cairns and back down into Sydney that way. They've also got one on the South Island of New Zealand, uh, one round Victoria and another one called Northern Territory Dreaming. So all these little holidays are just short breaks from five days up to a maximum of 13 days. So yes, a book, as I said, by then you get this beautiful Samsonite case. Now also 2021, 22, I know we're looking a long way off, but this is how far ahead Antarctica books out. They also got up to 25% off on a range of sailings, subject to availability again, just get in early, ends 31 March, okay, and that's with Peregrine Adventures, so keep that in mind. And there's still lots of other early bird offers on there, um, which a lot of them go through to March, Jane, like some of these Viking Explorer sales, so they have no kids, no casinos, etc. It's adults only cruising, which is fantastic, and they've got a wonderful range of cruises all around Europe and, and the northern part of Europe as well. So that's good to consider if you're thinking of doing a cruise. So lots of great stuff out there as usual. Excellent. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>